Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. I'm a heart follower, my 
soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me. O oh God, thou art my God. My soul thirsteth for thee in the dry land. A thirsty land where there is no water. I'll follow hard after thee. I'll follow hard. I'll follow hard after thee. I'll follow hard. I'll follow hard after thee. These are ministration songs. Hallelujah. Catch the anointing. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Are you blessed to be in church tonight? Yeah. I'm excited to see all of you in church tonight. Yeah. You are real Christians. You are catching the anointing. Yeah. Everybody goes to church on Sunday because Sunday is tradition. But to go to church, if you read mega church, the book Mega Church, you know, there are certain indices. Your Tuesday attendance determines mature Christians. It's here. If you read Mega Church. Sunday is everybody. Tuesday reflects mature Christians. Prayer meetings reflect spiritual people. Tight paying members reflect those who believe in you. Oh yeah. Because when you don't believe in someone, why you don't pay tax? You don't believe in the person. Oh, yeah. You don't know that. When you don't pay tax, you don't believe in the person. Or you don't give gifts to the person. But that's, yeah. There was a verse, I'm trying to remember. Was this first Samuel? Anybody has a, my, my, my thing is almost dead. Those of you who have boosters. Oh. Go on, they, they, very soon we should be bringing iPad charges. Into the, not, they should be make pulpits with charges. You have it? Okay. No, I'm serious. No, very sure. I'm sure very soon pulpits will come with. Because a lot of pastors now use. I, I think so. Yeah, very soon, very soon. I, I, can, I can foresee it. Because when you go for conferences, people are putting... Like now nobody holds a book by a book to preach. So if you're holding this, one of the things one of the about is that the battery can run out. And if you're holding the old Bible, the battery doesn't run out. So I can foresee very soon that there will be pulpits with <laughs> Hallelujah. Huh? USB. Because now everywhere there's a USB port. You sit in the plane, sit in the bus. Hallelujah. Amen. So, you, are, you guys are showing signs of maturity. Because mature Christians come to church on a weekday. Hallelujah. Wonderful. And we are overcoming the devil. Are you here with me? I said we are overcoming the devil. So, let's get straight into the word. And I, I've been sharing with you about 
I mean, you overcome Satan by two ways. Number one is what? Number one is what? Prayer. Prayer. And number two is what? By the word. Hallelujah. And the, and the word affects thought patterns. Yes. Imaginations. You look, thoughts are spiritual. When you think that you don't like somebody, the spirit is telling you don't like the person. Yeah. And, and, and one thing I've come to realize is that usually those feelings are mutual. When you don't like somebody, the person also doesn't like you. <laughs> if, you, if you notice, no, no, usually, you find that, yeah, you find that the feeling usually is mutual. Usually, the ones you don't like, they also don't like you. I, I, no, I mean, you may call it a vibe, I think it's a spirit. You feel like. It's like, I don't really don't like you. You don't, you don't connect. Huh? The feeling is mutual. <laughs> Hallelujah. So you fight thoughts. Casting down imagination. Hallelujah. That is why you need to hear the word of God. Hallelujah. Continually hearing of the word renews your mind. Hallelujah. Be transformed. Hallelujah. By the renewal of your mind. Yeah. So you have to expose yourself. That's why I say mature Christians come to church on a weekday. Because somebody, if you hear the word only on Sunday, and somebody hears it twice, he's ahead of you. No matter the title you carry, the person is ahead of you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Because if the Bible said that as newborn babies, Desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow what? Yeah. I hear me. So all that the Bible is trying to say is that what the more you eat, the more you grow. And that way you don't even need the Bible. Even in real life. <laughs> even in real life. You can see that people are what they eat. I told you about the restaurant that we went. I told you about the restaurant that we went. That one lady ordered salad. I went with a, I went on a restaurant recently with a couple of friends. And one lady was very particular about her shape and her size. And her looks. Said, can I get some salad? She mentioned something. Salad, da, da, da. Then her friend also said, me too. <laughs> and when they brought their food, and this lady who's used to salad was eating the thing quietly. Then her friend who said me too said, the salad is too, the, the salad is too cold. I said, what do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> a certain lady <laughs> she said ah, the salad is too cold and I said what do you expect you, you want to go and microwave the salad because so far as I'm concerned this lady is used to watch chicken cantons <laughs> you know I just told her look you are what you eat be careful 
Hallelujah. As newborn babies. Amen. Amen. So the more you expose yourself to the word, the more you grow. Hallelujah. And I said, we are dealing with, you know, I mean, fight overcoming the devil. Hallelujah. Thoughts. Thought patterns. Look, thought patterns affect people. Hallelujah. You think a certain way it affects you. Hallelujah. If, for example, even um, um, there's a way to think like a poor person and there's a way to think like a, like a rich person. You'll be surprised in the Bible. You see? When Paul got saved, when Paul got saved immediately, when Jesus met him on the road, Damascus, okay? His first question was, Lord, what will you have me do? Okay? Paul's question was, Lord, what will you have me do? Hallelujah. Okay? Which is contrary to people who say, Lord, what do you have for me? A lot of us, Lord, give me, give me, give me. But Paul said, well, Lord, what do you want me to do? So you see that the mind of leaders is, what can I do? It's the mind of beggars, poor people who say, what can I get? But when, when you mature and you become, or the mind of great people is, what can I do for you? So if every time your mind is, what can I get from people? You are taking, you have a small mind. Hallelujah. That's why Kennedy said, think not what your country can do for you, but think of what you can do for your country. You see, the moment you think about, you see, he, I'm developing it because you see that mind that mind that what can I do for you how can I help you okay it's a mind that reflects, reflects somebody who is superior and blessed because God told Abraham I will bless you and you shall be a blessing so until people begin to benefit from you you are not really a blessed person <laughs> hallelujah so when I was saying on Sunday that take your friend to lunch, the question should be, you should have been, who can I take to lunch? No, who can take me to lunch? <laughs> I'm preaching. So instead of saying, can you take me to lunch? It should be, can I take you to lunch? Next time. <laughs> Are you hearing me? No, no, they say, how much can you eat? Name your restaurant. According to them, how much can you eat? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, I'm talking about thought patterns. Amen. It reflects who you are. And, and, set, and, and thoughts are spirit. And certain thought patterns are demonic. See, when you think that way, Satan is influencing you. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. Satan is influencing you. Okay? And that, that's why we shared with, um, like, forgetfulness. Okay? Forgetfulness. Because we learned from that. God, God is not unrighteous. God is not what? Show that scripture. God is not unrighteous. You see? God is unrighteous. No, Hebrews. God is not unrighteous to forget your labor of love. Hallelujah. 
He says, for God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which he have shown toward his name, in that he have ministered to the saint and do minister. You see, a third party. So it means if you have a mind that don't remember what people have done for you, it's a demonic mind. Because God does not think that way. Are you hearing me? But say God is not unrighteous. God is not. You see, there are a lot. There are a lot of God is. God is love. Huh? God is kind. God is merciful. God is good. We say, you see, and this are the attributes of God. Hallelujah. And unrighteousness is also an attribute of God. And the unrighteousness with God is not because you see, I'm teaching. You see. The unrighteousness with God is that you are not righteous. It does not mean God does not fornicate. It does not mean that God drinks or smokes or lies. Do you understand? We call those things unrighteousness. But God does not define unrighteousness by drinking, smoking, and stealing. God defines unrighteousness as forgetting people who have helped you. That's how God defines unrighteousness. Hallelujah. So you can wear a maxi skirt. I mean, not drink, no smoke. Pray 21 days a day, but don't remember what people have done for you. God sees you as unrighteous. God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown to us his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. So, so far as God is concerned, when you forget what has been done for you, you are unrighteous. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. So it behoves Christians to have a mind to remember. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Are you hearing me? <laughs> yes. Hallelujah. And, and it's a satanic way of thinking to forget people who have helped you. Hallelujah. Look, the first person who forgot was Lucifer. I'm telling you. Lucifer was the first person who forgot. Satan was the first person. Why do I say Satan was the first person who forgot? Because he forgot that he was created. He forgot. The guy forgot. That's why he spoke that way. He forgot that he never existed. And that he never existed. It was God who brought him into existence. Hallelujah. So even the idea and the thought that I can be greater, I mean, come on. How possible? You who are not in existence. Is somebody hearing me? Yeah. So I think last week I shared with you about some dangers with forgetfulness, right? That forgetfulness will make you wither. Like the papyrus. Hallelujah. You will just wither. You, look. You, you will be wiped off. Hallelujah. What does that tell you last week? It leads to failure. And that one is obvious. The reason why you fail your exam is because you don't remember. <laughs> if you remember that biology class, you will not have failed the exam. 
Hallelujah. Some of you, that's the way you feel. You can't remember anything. May the Holy Spirit bring things to your remembrance. Hallelujah. What else? What else? It brings curses. I know we talk about that one too. It brings curses. You are cursed. Hallelujah. Yeah. You are cursed. Hallelujah. Anyway, let me continue today because I have many more to tell you. Yep. And pride is also the cause of. Sometimes, sometimes um, the reason why we forget is because we are proud. See, there is something called selective amnesia. <laughs> selective amnesia. Yes, you intentionally forgot. Because now you, are, you, now you are living well. And you don't want anybody to know your roots. That's why your accent has changed. Excuse me, you know me, you know me? You know, your accent has changed, your, your manner has changed. I mean, I, 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 I don't associate with those guys anymore. You, you, you are proud. You are proud. You are proud. You see, you are proud. That's why, that's, that's why you don't appreciate your roots. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Alright. Let me talk to you more about why it is important to remember. Amen. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 16 verse 12. So when you remember, God will bless you. God is not unrighteous. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 16, 12. This is God. And thou shalt remember that thou was a bondman. He was telling the people of Israel. Thou shalt remember that thou was a bondman in Egypt. And thou shalt observe to do this status. We'll get into it. He was reminding them that look. You don't forget that you were a bondman means you were a slave. In Egypt. Remember. That you were a bondman, you were a slave in Egypt. And therefore, so he gave them certain, certain things that they should never forget. Being the father, they were also, some time ago, they were slaves. Hallelujah. A bondman in Egypt. It means you were in bondage, you were a slave. Hallelujah. So what does it mean to us modern day Christians? Egypt represents the world. So remember that some time ago you were an unbeliever. Tell your neighbor, some time ago you were an unbeliever. Remember, some of us we behave as if we were born saints. But <laughs> the way we criticize and we look at people as, as if we were born. Now the day you were born, there was a cross on your neck. He said, remember, you were a bondman in Egypt. Remember something? You see, why am I saying that? You see, remembrance will make you witness. Because remember something ago, you were also an unbeliever. And somebody told you about Christ. And you got saved. But now you are forgotten. So when you see people who are not saved, you look down upon them. And you judge them. It's even worse. 
You go to work and you are judging the people who are hugging and kissing and misbehaving. You were like that some time ago. You are even worse. So remember. Hallelujah. Remembrance will make you you see, you talk to people about salvation. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Because you, you see, some of us have forgotten that we were unbelievers some time ago. But I'm telling you, you were an unbeliever. Big time. Yeah. Where you've come from. Yeah. Even, you see, even your impatience towards new believers is a sign that you have forgotten. Uh, do you know how patient we were with you that you are now sitting here? That now, you, if somebody doesn't come to church or somebody does something, and you're not serious, you're not serious. Were you serious? <laughs> if we have used the same measure for you, you're not been saved. You will not have been saved. Hallelujah. So sometimes the reason why we don't witness is we are forgotten that we are unbelievers. Look, the same way you got saved, that's how the person also needs to got saved. Somebody spoke to you, so why don't you witness? Why don't you tell somebody? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. You are born servant. Okay? Remembrance will keep you humble. That's my second point for tonight. You see, when you remember where you came from, you are humble. Hallelujah. Yeah. Remembrance will keep you humble. Hallelujah. Yeah. You will see that it's only by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Yeah, it will keep you humble. But you forgot it. Hallelujah. Yeah. Because we forget it. That's why, you know. Deuteronomy 15.15 again. Are you there? He says that, and thou shalt remember that thou was a born man in the land of Egypt, and the Lord thy God redeemed thee. Redeemed thee. Okay? Therefore, I command this to You see, when you when when you when you don't forget, you are humble. You are humble. You, 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 you sort of know that look, you are where you are by the grace of God. Yeah. You are not that judgmental. Yeah. 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 When you know that look. You see, look, sometimes even when you, you 
see your own mistakes. You see, your own mistakes has a way of humbling you. Am I preaching to you? Yeah. Yeah, your own mistakes. Because see, uh, there's a story of this pastor, this man of God. And he used to be very wild. Talking to people, he stopped. You don't do this, you don't have to relate. And then one day he divorced. A true story. So he said that after, after they divorced, every time he's correcting somebody, a boss would say, you, you couldn't keep your wife. <laughs> Yeah. It's like every time he gets angry he's about to give it to somebody he will remember that if you were that good. Yeah. And, and somehow it humbled him. It took away even the, you know, it's like if you were that good. If you think you were that good. I can, if you married, you couldn't keep your wife. Now you come to correct people. Like who is talking? Yeah. And apparently it sobered him. Yeah. Look, sometimes you see, if you remember your mistakes, it will humble you. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah it will humble you before you start talking big. You know that, Charlie. You ain't all that. I say, you know that you ain't all that. Amen. Yeah. He said that from that time, every time, it like it became like he says something like when you have a meeting and he wants to face people. Suddenly, check and balance that look. Look who is talking. Yeah. Hallelujah. Your humble beginnings. Amen. Yeah. And all is it. Another thing about unrighteous people, or those who forget, you see, unrighteous people or people who forget, they forget their covenants and their agreements. Hmm. Can I read the scripture to you now? You'll be afraid. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 4.23. 4.23. It says that, take heed unto yourself lest you forget the covenant of the Lord your God, which he made with you, and make you a graven image, or the likeness of thing which the Lord thy God hath forbidden. He said, take heed to yourself, lest you forget the covenant of the Lord. You see, be careful not to forget the covenant. Hallelujah. Another thing about forgetting, it makes people break covenant. You see, the reason why you break covenant because you don't remember. Forgetful people break covenant. I tell the one who come and say that till death do us apart. For better, for worse. Do you agree to take this man for your wife? Fee. Do you agree to take this man for your wife? Fee. Huh? You came to stand here. I certainly, some of you, you even had, I, I certainly will. Certainly will. Now, three years down the line, you find out that, no, you, have you forgotten your covenant? <laughs> have 
have you forgotten? You came and tell us I certainly will. Now three years down the line, she doesn't cook well. I'm tired of it. Hey, you we stood here. We stood here and we said, uh, we are gathered here in the sight of God, in the sight of this congregation. With witnesses. Before witnesses. And we remember, you remember we saying that uh, it, 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 uh, not to be taken wantonly or unadvisedly. Where's my marriage? Oh, I left my book. I wish I had my book. I left my book in my car. We read it. Wantonly, unadvisedly, Somebody, my wife knows all the vows. Somebody, <laughs> and in the fear of God. And he said, I, I certainly will. Certainly will. Now, five years down the line. Five is long. Six months. Now you are telling me, telling me that, well, I mean, I, 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 I can't continue. I can't continue. Listen, if I continue in this, thing, I will die. If, if you continue to die, die. Because you said for better, for worse. <laughs> die. For better, for worse. Till, till death do we ready till death do us apart. So if you, if I, you die, die, die. <laughs> so that death will do you apart. <laughs> yeah. Every day you're complaining. I'm not happy, Reverend. I'm not happy, Reverend. Reverend. I'm not happy. I'm not happy in this marriage. I'm not happy. I'm happy. Every day I'm not happy. For better or worse. Yeah. Don't you forget. You forget. You forgot your covenant. You forgot. Yeah. Yeah, you forgot. Don't you forget. That's why you forgot. You see? It's because I'll tell you something. It is because sin has increased. And men have become more unrighteous. That is why nowadays the word of mouth means nothing. Yeah. Because when Adam married Eve, there was no marriage register. But because word of what because we have sin has increased. Okay, and, and people Rom, Romans say and they shall become covenant breakers. That is why now no covenant is taken by a mouth. You have to write and sign. And notarize it and put it there. Because the same person will come and tell you, mm, it wasn't me. Then you go and pull it. Hey. Yeah. That's what it is. Otherwise, 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 if we are really Christians, that the Bible says, let your year be year. And your name be name. Why don't you come? Why can't you come and say, Sister, look, I want to marry you. Come to the pastor, and it is okay. 
But now, even we the pastors, we don't take your word. We want. <laughs> <laughs> now, even me. No, because sin has increased. God said there shall be covenant breakers. Yeah. Yes. Covenant breakers. Hallelujah. Yeah. Sin has multiplied. So now, now people's word don't mean a thing. Even what they write now, this doesn't mean a thing. Yeah. Even the notarized one. Somebody told me that somebody told me that a contract is as good as the paper that's on. What the person told me? Is it a contract? It's a, I was having some discussion. He a contract. So, it's so, it's so I was serious. No problem. That's what lawyers are there for. <laughs> yeah, it's like they don't fear at all. You see me, I see you. You see, you forgot. For better or for worse. You see, it's a sin. Un- unrighteous people say, take it to yourself. Hallelujah. Yeah. To be honest with you, one of the main reasons for divorce that people forget. I'm telling you honestly. It's the sin of forgetfulness that leads to divorce. Because you see, as you are complaining, you are whining, you forgot how the person helped you. How the person sacrificed for you. How the person sometimes was very good to you. And how you promise that you'll be with the person forever. But things have changed. That's the little amnesia. That's why you forgot. Now you've forgotten completely. Yeah. That's the reason. Because you see, if you cast your mind back, you say, even though now she is misbehaving now, some time ago she was a god to you. Remember the good times. Yeah. Remember the good times? Are you hearing me? The church is quite You see, if you were to remember the good times, you can tolerate the current misbehavior. I'm preaching. <laughs> I'm fighting demonic thoughts. I said, I'm fighting demonic Because you see, if you remember the good times, you see, it will, it will help you to tolerate. Yeah. yeah. But because you've forgotten, you don't remember. You don't remember. Hallelujah. Yeah. To keep you humble. It's good to remember. Amen. Look, that's why I say remembrance will keep you humble. Hallelujah. Yeah. It will keep you humble. And it will, it will remember will help you to keep your covenant. Tell you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Remembrance will make you grateful. Hallelujah. You will be grateful. When you remember, you will be grateful. Nobody's that bad, though. As you are trying to make this person look like Satan. I'm preaching. The person is like, like, I mean, somebody, somebody actually came to Bishop Saki. He said, Bishop, 
the devil before? Just story. Bishop, have you seen that before? Bishop? So he said, what, what do you mean? Come, come and look at my husband. <laughs> so he will say that. Then Bishop said, then you are, then, then, then you are, you are also very fantastic to be, to be, to be able to be married to a devil. <laughs> Bishop Dagger's answers are fantastic. Somebody came to tell Bishop Dagger, look. Somebody came to tell Bishop Dagger, look. Bishop, my husband is a snake. Yeah, a snake. Say, Bishop, I'm married a snake. Oh, yeah. You know, Bishop Dagger. He said, wow. Then let to become a snake charmer. <laughs> That's Bishop for you. If you are married a snake, then learn to become a snake charmer. He doesn't joke with nonsense. He's like, he has no time for nonsense. Okay, then become a snake charm. <laughs> yeah. And then he's come to say, oh, he's a snake. No, no, he's oh, snake. Then you, le- you learn to become a snake charm. <laughs> I can't wait to see him in two weeks, I tell you. Hallelujah. See, remembrance. Amen. Another thing that is remembrance makes you kind and helpful to others. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can read this scripture for you. Look. In Deuteronomy chapter 16 verse 11 and 12. Deuteronomy 16 11 to 12. He said that God is talking to them. He said, and thou shalt rejoice before the Lord thy God thou and thy son and thy daughter, and thy manservant, and thy maidservant, and the Levite that is within thy gates, and the stranger, okay, and the stranger, and the fatherless, and the widow, that are among you, in the place which the Lord thy God has chosen to place his name there. Okay? Verse 12. And thou shalt remember that thou was a born man in Egypt, and thou shalt observe to do See, God is saying that celebrate with the stranger also. Remember that some time ago you were a slave in Egypt. So when we see people who cannot tolerate strangers and foreigners, they are forgotten. Yeah. You see, when you remember, because, because you see, you were also not originally from here. The one who was originally from here, his name is uh, what's it? Cherokee. <laughs> Are you hearing me? You are not Cherokee. Your name is not Cherokee. Okay. Your name is not Cherokee. Pocahontas. <laughs> no, you, you, see, you see, God was very careful. Because people have a way of maltreating strangers. People have a way of maltreating strangers. And God is saying that, remember, some time ago, you were also 
a stranger. Yeah. That's why you have to be kind. Be kind. You see, remembrance makes you kind. Makes you kind. Some time ago, you also needed help from somebody. Somebody opened their house to you. Somebody gave you their bed to sleep on. But you have now forgotten. That's why you cannot open your house to somebody. Remembrance makes you kind. Yeah. The stranger, the fatherless and the widow that are among you. Strangers. Look, there's a certain feeling you get when you're a stranger. You have not been to a place that you feel like a stranger before. It's a, it's a very funny feeling. Oh, yeah. See, that, I, I, I'm coming. Is it? It's, it's a very funny feeling. I don't know why you have been a stranger before. But it's a very funny feeling. You, like when I, when I went to China, you are standing in the group with the, the language, what they are saying, you don't understand. You feel a bit uneasy. You don't know what they are about to sell you. about to sell you. I don't know what they were about to sell me. You see, and I, found, I, and I realized that it is a very funny feeling. That is why it is not good to speak in a foreign language around a stranger. It, 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 yeah, yeah. It is actually rude. For example, Jonas is standing here. Jonas is standing here, okay? Then I meet Michael. Do you understand? Do you understand? You see, I may even be saying good thing or bad thing about him, but it's not right. Because he'll be wondering, what are they talking about me about? You see me making these words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other side. And it's the same. I'll be standing there. Saba? Susan, you're still French. At least I understood a bit of it. <laughs> You see, you feel unease. I hear me. And especially those of you who are married to foreign nationals. When she visits you, that's not the time to. She has come from Jamaica, visit you, and then your auntie come. Hey! Jean, F1! Oh, I like you! Then she's standing there. You should be able to tell your mother or your sister, look, my wife is here, please, she does not understand. Can we speak English? Oh, as for this one, she doesn't even understand the local language. <laughs> he himself does not understand the language, so. <laughs> I'm not worried about him. He himself, he doesn't understand the language. He's as close as Nicola. 
No, but what I'm saying is it's rude. You see, and some of you whose relatives have married foreigners, you see, think about it too. Your brother's married to a foreigner. Then your brother comes, then you descend into your local way. And some of you, it's done intentionally. It is done deliberately to let the person know that it does not belong. I'm preaching. Yeah, it's done deliberately. Then you crack, you crack your local jokes, and bring your local food. What is it? Yeah. Yeah, local jokes, local food. It's, it's, it's you see, it's rude. First of all, it's rude. Hallelujah. Because you see, when you find, yes, you, you will not like it. Yeah. That is why we ban local dialects in this church. Amen. This is an international church. Speak in a language that we all can understand. Hallelujah. You have forgotten. That's why you're not kind. You're not, you're, you're, you're not kind. Hallelujah. Yeah. You're not kind. Yeah. You're not kind to strangers. At all. Yeah. You're not kind. Hallelujah. Yeah. Right. Exodus chapter 23 verse 9. Yeah. Exodus 23.9. Look, look at this verse. In, if you have the NASV, give me the NASV. She's agreeing to my preaching. <laughs> you see? Look, look at this verse. It says, you shall not oppress a stranger. Okay? Since you yourselves know the feelings of a stranger. You know it. You yourself know it. You yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You shall not oppress a stranger. Since you yourself know the feelings of a stranger, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. I'm recording, yeah. Don't. Because you yourself, you know the feelings of a stranger. Look, if you have been to a place that you don't understand, it's, it, it, in China, in China, I, I, I don't know what happened. My tuno. I said, let us go out. My, see, my wife is more cautious. I can be a bit risky. So I said, let's go out. We got around 10 p.m. or so. Say all over. So I said, let's go out. Then we went out. They said, oh, look, we can't go far because you have to come back. I said, oh, no, it doesn't matter. You are afraid. No, no. <laughs> you are afraid of too many. You are not adventuring. No, no. I, I bamboozled my way through. Then, so we went to a far place. Then when we got down, <laughs> and we got down from the staircase, 
And we go to the place around almost 12 midnight. Evening. I mean, even though I was acting on the outside, I was tough. Inside, I was afraid. <laughs> I mean, downtown, downtown China. Even, even China, how does it look here? on my phone <laughs> to make sure that I got Feel like a little nervous. A little nervous. Do you understand? No, you feel it. 
Yes. So now you, because of that, you should be ex extraordinarily kind to the non ghanian in the church. Because you know the feeling. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Yes. See, she remember the story because you know the feeling. You know the feeling of having nowhere to stay and somebody hosting you. You remember? In America, you know the feeling. So you should remember. Yeah. You know the feeling of walking in the Bronx at 12 midnight knowing... You, you don't know, you are not sure. I mean, you have gotten up the bus from the bus to your house. You see people. <laughs> you know the feeling. Hallelujah. So, that, you see, this is what God was, God was telling them. Look, remember that you, some time ago. Hallelujah. Some time ago, you were a stranger. So remembrance will make you kind. Wonderful. Are you blessed today? Yes. Wonderful. Hallelujah. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing that some people forget how they were maltreated. And then when they get power, they do the same thing. You complain when you're being maltreated. Now, when you get power, you do the same thing. Well, you knew how it was. Yeah. Remember the feeling? Remember the feeling when you were a single lady? I'm preaching. Remember the feeling when you were a single lady? And then taking the train all by yourself. And that when you go, when you go around your colleagues who are married, the way they show their ring, hey, George, George, she's coming tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, uh, Mike, Michael said that uh, she will eat uh, Chinese and one So from here, I am passing to get some Michael. <laughs> Rubbing it in. Now you are married and you are doing the same thing to other single ladies. Well, well, you are, you are not allowed here. This meeting is for couples only. <laughs> Have you forgotten? I'm preaching. Yeah. I'm preaching to you. Remember, remember when you were single. And you even be talking to somebody's husband. And the wife will say, listen, you can't talk to my husband. Now you are married. Other single women are talking to your husband and you are doing the same thing. And you are just even worse. You forget that some time ago you were also single. And somebody's husband had to talk to you. Remember. Remember. You remember. Yeah. I'm preaching to you. Remember. Yeah. Because I know a particular sister. That's why I'm preaching this message. Who I used to give ride back and forth. I mean, me and my wife would give her a ride back and forth, go come here. Sometimes I come to the city and I'll give her. And she's not in this church, in another branch. Then she goes married. She gets married. And even when the husband gives someone, hey, hey, me, they're always around my husband. Have you forgotten that you were always around me? <laughs> and I was somebody's husband for a long time. 
<laughs> I'm a pastor, indeed. <laughs> no, what, what, what? what? What I'm trying to say is that the way we forget and we treat. were single. Somebody's husband came to fix something for you. Now that you are married, your husband cannot even talk to anybody. Let me end my message for tonight. <laughs> you shall not oppress a stranger since you yourselves know the feelings of a, you see, the feelings of a stranger, a place that you were there before. You were a single woman before. And you know how it feels. Remember when you couldn't have a child and they used to talk about children. Now other people don't have, have a problem with childbirth. And you are, how did you feel when that topic came up? So can't you be a little bit sensitive How did you feel when you couldn't have a child? Now you have a child by the grace of God. Can't you be a little bit sensitive? Other people are also going through that problem. The feelings. But God. You were in the same condition some years ago. You were in the same condition some years ago. And God has delivered you. And now you have no compassion for people in that same condition. Remember. Hallelujah. You see, and this, this is a very important verse. Because by nature, when things will work out well for, for us, we forget. That's how we are. That's one of the things I like about Bishop. You see, he always remembers how when we started this church. You see, one of the reasons for which we started, I, he started ISI, which later became Give Thyself, was he remembers the feeling of being a beginning church and every big church in town rejected him. That's the basis for ISI. Because when we started a church, the known churches, when we were, they laughed at us. They, one man said, I don't show among tongues. Another guy told him, listen to me, Instead of going to Bible school, or the, instead of concentrating on your medical school, you say, you, I, I, I know that guy. Instead of going to concentrating on your medical education, you say you want to be a pastor. Listen to me. If you want to be a pastor, go to Bible school. Without a Bible school, you cannot be a man of God. There's somebody here is going to come and beg, can you please come and preach for me? Because I used to come to your church. So he remembers those feelings, the hurt and the pain. So when we see new pastors who are starting church, he remembers what he went through. That's what he said. Let me form an organization so I can help them because I remember that feeling. Because I remember what it was like to say that I have the call of God upon my life but every known church is... That's the reason for eyesight. Because he remembers. Oh, one guy... He used to come and preach to us every Friday night. Every Friday night. When we were fellowship. When we say it was a church, the same guy. When we say the thing is now a church. Okay? I mean, I'm talking about like this same group. Every Friday he preached to us. Then next week, so God has called me 
It wasn't even his group. It was our group. It was all Calvary Road, our own group. When it was a fellowship, and he came and visit us and preached to us, teach us like I'm teaching a bunch of university students, he felt good. I mean, now a week later down the line, I mean, just one week, uh, somewhere a, a month later, we saw, God, the master God has called me and, and I, I, to, into ministry. And therefore, I'm starting the church. We, just, it was, we didn't go and bring new members, the same group. Do you know his answer? You won't believe it. He said that I don't show among tongues. Thank you. <laughs> when did the same group a week before? When there was a, when was when was a fellowship? It was good ground. But when the name became, when it became a church, nice tongues. Too sorry. I mean, you could, you couldn't even believe it that this person who used to come and encourage you Friday all night prayer meeting. Now overnight, he's telling you that you are, you are tones. Oh no, it, the, the, the pain was real. No, the pain was real. Yeah, that's my wife. The pain was real. Sometimes you are so depressed. Ah, but all these people, they were, they were with us. But everybody, you understand. So the reason for that pain is he remembers. How the feeling of somebody having the call of God in his life, but everybody rejects. That's why from my side, you need support and help, come under my umbrella. I will help you. Once, God is, once you say God has called you, I will help you because I remember how it feels to be rejected. And look at what the Lord has done. So that was the best. And then look at what the night becomes so international. Now it's not only, I mean, churches from all over the world want to are coming. Stand up to your feet. Let's close. Thank you. We will remember. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We will remember. We will remember the works of your hands. And we will stop and give you praise for great is that faithfulness oh remember, remember we will we will remember we will remember we will remember we will remember the works of your hands and we will stop and give you praise for great is thy faithfulness. Mm. You're our creator, our life sustainer, Jesus. deliverer, our comfort and joy. Throughout the ages, you've been our shelter. Our peace in the midst of the storm. Oh, we Jesus. will, we will remember. Yes, yeah, we remember. will. Oh, we will remember the works. And we will stop and give you praise. For great is thy faithfulness. Father, we thank you tonight. Thank you that we will not be unrighteous to forget the labor of love that has been shown us. Shown to us by our pastors. 
shown to us by our church, shown to us by our parents, shown to us by our friends. May we not forget the labor of love. May we not become unrighteous. And Father, may we never forget that we were once in Egypt. We were once in Egypt and you delivered us. May we never forget this. May we never forget our salvation. And may we not stop, may we not stop telling people about salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapes and publications at yahoo.com.